Hey there, I'm Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from OCD and anxiety. Now, if you or someone you know is stuck in fear, worry, or doubt, then you know how much it can limit your life. So on this show, I'm gonna share with you different tools, strategies, and principles to help you break free from the loop, which will ultimately give you the freedom to focus on and improve every other aspect of your life. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. All right. Hey, my friends. Uh, So in this episode, we are going to talk about the question, what do I do when my symptoms spike or flare up or I start experiencing a lot of things that are really uncomfortable? Um, And so before we dive into that question, again, if you're looking for help and guidance on your path to recovery from OCD and anxiety, please check out the links in the notes as we have some great resources to get you started. You can also head over to Restored Minds. Um, For those of you that don't know me, my name is Matt Cotty. And again, I'm the uh, creator of the AAA Response. And if you can, help us out by liking and subscribing and leaving a comment or review on iTunes and Spotify. I would be very greatly appreciative because it really helps the show and helps us get this information to more people. So with that said, let's go ahead and move into the question of the day. Um, What do I do when I experience a bunch of symptoms? So symptoms can pop up, show up at all times of day, all times of night, all places around all people, there's no real rhyme or reason to it. And, you know, so it it may show up when you're sitting in the movie theater, it may show up at 3am, it may show up right when you wake up, it may show up during a special dinner that you're at. And the question always that gets presented is, okay, like, what do I do then? Because a lot of times people want these, this really clear, like, path to follow and really anchor into, which totally makes sense and and is totally valid. So I wanted to try to cover that today. So the first thing, right, and and again, I talk about this in the book from Stuck to Unstuck. If you haven't checked that out yet, again, there's a link down in the notes. Um, You know, I think it's like $6, right, that you can get it for. But one of the first things that's really important to OCD and anxiety recovery is this understanding of consciousness. I mean, first, it's understanding what the problem is that we're trying to solve, which is the loop. Second is really understanding all the behaviors that we're engaging in without realizing it. And then the next step would be really understanding this idea of consciousness and understanding that you are not your thoughts or feelings, right? You are the awareness, right? That's what this idea of consciousness is. You are conscious. If you took um, whatever the the drug is they give you for when they're putting you for under surgery, anesthesia. There you go. If you, if you were placed under anesthesia, you would lose consciousness. Right. And, you know, essentially it doesn't mean that your brain's not working at that time or not thinking or any of that. You're not conscious of it. Right. So consciousness is, is really, again, when we step into this idea of the seat of consciousness, we understand that we are aware of thoughts and we are aware of feelings On top of that, what happens is is we're aware when shifts happen. So we might be aware that our mind is calm one minute and then spinning like crazy the next. We might be aware that we feel nice and still and peaceful and then all of a sudden we have this kind of surge of energy of anxiety and fear. We are the awareness that that is the, the constant there. Right? So we were aware that we were still, now we're aware that there's a bunch of fear. We're aware the mind was you know, chilling and then now the mind's going wild, right? 
that the only thing that is constant is the idea that we were aware of it. So not identifying with symptoms is very important, right? And not getting to this place of I'm anxious or, you know, this idea of like my mind is, you know, or I'm having all these intrusive thoughts. Don't take ownership of the symptoms as much because it's it's more that you're noticing what's going on as opposed to claiming it as your as your own. Because when you can stay conscious and you can actually stay as a witness and observer of that, you know, you can actually respond in a much healthier way versus getting reactive. So what not to do is to not get reactive and then try to stop the symptomology. Right. So, you know, a lot of people, they notice anxiety. It's like, okay, I need to run and I need to go drink. I need to go take something that's just going to instantly take this away. I need to get away from the people. Um, I need to go isolate. I need to go be alone. I need to go and meditate. Right. You know, it's like when you're running away from the symptoms to go do something, even if that thing is quote unquote a healthy behavior or something that is aligned with your value system realize that you're using it to get rid of your symptoms. And what you're doing is you're rejecting how you feel in that moment. It is a form of self-rejection. You say, I, I'm, not ex- I'm not allowed to feel this. I'm not acceptable if I feel this feeling. I'm not acceptable if I experience these tr- intrusive thoughts. So there's a suppression and a pushing away of the experience. And the issue with that is, again, you know, just like, um, you know, Young famously said, I might have been Younger Rogers, I forget who, uh, who quoted this, but, you know, what you resist persists. And so what do I do when symptoms come up? I mean, the, the best answer I can give you is nothing. Because that's truly, when you're doing ERP, you're not engaging in any compulsions that are going to reinforce the loop. You can sit in the face of them, right? You can sit in the face and be completely aware of them without having to react, without having to remove or get rid of or justify or uh, any of that. And, And what a lot of people do is they're so used to the behaviors they engage in to try to get rid of them that this is how they spend their life, just running away from symptoms, which leads to a very limited life, leads to its own prison. And it's a prison I was in for for many years, so I know a little bit about what I'm talking about there. Um, when, When you're running away from an experience, even if you are going to meditate, even if you are going to... Uh, you know, pray, or even if you are going to go and play video games you like to play or drink or, you know, like, again, all of those things in and of themselves are not bad. But when you're purposely using them to try to get rid of an experience that's happening, there's a, a rejection of your authentic experience. And this is why what ERP is, is actually sitting in the face of those symptoms. So if you are noticing a bunch of energy in your chest and it's tight and or it's, you know, your heart's pumping or, you know, again, in, in your noticing heat or sweatiness or, you know, tingliness, right? You actually need to sit in the face of that and actually let that energy surface and let it pass on its own time. If the intrusive thoughts are popping up, again, sit in the face of it. 
you know, it might be loud, it might be scary, it might, it might, you know, it's obviously not something you'd prefer, but you can actually sit in the face of that and just let the mind do whatever it's doing. So, I, I mean, it, and, and this isn't necessarily the answer you probably wanted, right, when we began this episode, but it's the correct answer. It's what's actually going to get you results over the long term of your life. It's what's actually going to lead you to a state of better mental health and better physical health and emotional health and spiritual health is a more non-reactive state. Because the question of what do I do when symptoms are there comes from a place of resistance. That's the that's the irony of the question. It comes from these symptoms are here. I don't want them. How do I get rid of them? And anything you're going to do to get rid of them has the potentiality to become a compulsion, which will keep you in the loop, which will keep you stuck. And as that loop grows and strengthens, it's just going to eat up more of your most valuable asset, which is your time. It's going to take away your life like it did mine, you know? Um, And what we're doing in recovery is we're breaking the loop. Now we break the loop is again, you know, um, we don't we don't engage in the behaviors, and we learn different ways of responding to our thoughts and feelings. Now, the reason that I created the AAA response is because sometimes the mind really does like the, that like three step process, right? So we have the AAA response, right? The agree, allow, attack, right? And and so you can kind of just follow it, right? But in many ways, what that's really doing is, is helping you not engage in compulsions. We're implementing a solution so you don't do compulsions. So if you haven't learned about that and you haven't started implementing that, I mean, you know, probably the best place to get started would be just the, you know, the book from Stuck to Unstuck. And, but, but again, we also are doing it from a place of higher consciousness. I think that's so important. Again, if you're trying to implement a AAA response so that you don't have the symptoms or thoughts, again, you're you're not using it for its intended outcome. And this is why really understanding what the goal is and what we're doing here um, in, in the grander context and understanding why these skills work is so important because if you're trying to use skills to accomplish what you want them to do, you're going to run into um, you know a lot of a lot of headaches on this path. And so, hopefully, this was helpful. And and so, I mean, again, the real short answer is you face the symptoms head on. You become aware of them, you know, and we're not actually trying to change them. They will come and go as they will. And so moving from a more or more to a place of non-resistance is, is going to be your best path on this journey. So with that said, I hope that was helpful. Um, wish you guys a great day and a great week as always, and look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found it helpful, please do me a quick favor and help us out by subscribing and leaving a nice review on iTunes and Spotify. I would really appreciate it. Also, if you're looking for a deeper level of support on your journey, we have several resources to get you started over at RestoredMinds.com. And we've even included some links right down in the notes of this show. Lastly, if you have any questions, you can email me at support at RestoredMinds.com. 
Thanks again for listening, and I hope to see you soon.